Hey folks, I'm John Haverfield. It's severe weather season and a lot of folks are dealing with severe weather anxiety. Today on the podcast, we talk to Steve Piltz, who is the meteorologist in charge of the National Weather Service, and he gives us ways we can cope and deal with that severe weather anxiety and make it through the tornado season that we're currently in. Listen along. You're listening to the Mental Health Download from the nonprofit Mental Health Association Oklahoma. I'm Matt Gleason, and on today's episode, we are going to be exploring weather anxiety. And to do that, I have invited just a dear friend to the organization and a dear friend to me, John Haverfield. So, John, welcome to the show, buddy. Thank you so much, Matt. Thanks for having me. I'm glad to be here. Like Matt said, we're close with the Mental Health Association of Oklahoma for uh, a few years now. I'm a big advocate of uh, mental health and also a uh, big lover of meteorology and weather. I've been uh, full-time with Channel 2, NBC affiliate here in Tulsa as a weekend meteorologist for a few years. And I just went to a part-time basis a couple of years ago, and uh, it's a lot of fun uh, working with the crew at Channel 2. So um, I've been in the TV weather field for a few years now and um, born and raised here in, in Tulsa. So definitely uh, know about the severe weather and the tornadoes and all the things that uh, spring gives us here in Oklahoma. And uh, we're joined by a expert in the field, Steve Piltz. He is the meteorologist in charge for the Tulsa office of the National Weather Service. Thank you so much uh, for joining us today and being a part of the podcast. Sure, John. Glad to do it. Although you're using some pretty fancy language in that introduction, but I appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for inviting me to be on. Awesome. And Steve, kind of tell us uh, a little bit about your position there at the Weather Service. I know a lot of folks know that the Weather Service issues severe thunderstorm warnings and tornado warnings and things like that, but you guys really do so much more and a lot of public service involved as well. Kind of uh, detail what the, the Tulsa office does. Well, you know, you're right. There's a lot of things going on, even on what seems like a a quiet weather day. On a day when there's not storms, we're still issuing a seven-day forecast. We're still issuing forecasts for the airports in the area so the pilots know how to plan their their takeoffs and and their arrivals into into eastern Oklahoma and northwest Arkansas. We keep track of data. Sometimes people will call and say, I need to know about rainfall or temperatures five years ago, and, and we can help them track that down. And so even on a quiet day, there, there's things going on. Of course, this time of year, the attention always turns to severe weather. And, and if that's the case, you know, we may be a couple of days out from a, a severe weather event. We may be talking to emergency managers. We may be talking to the media folks and then buckling down and then sometimes long hours behind the radar um, issuing storm warnings across the area. Yeah. It, it, you know, a lot of people don't know, you know, how much work you guys do kind of behind the scenes. And you're such a valuable, a valuable asset to have and really help save lives here in Oklahoma. You guys do a great job of keeping everybody safe. So we're, we're definitely lucky to have you guys. And, and we're talking today about severe weather anxiety. And that's kind of a, something that a lot of folks uh, here in Oklahoma, especially ha- have to deal with year in, year out, not only in the spring, but year round. Because as, as we know, we get tornadoes every month of the year here in Oklahoma, even though spring is kind of our main severe weather season. But a lot of folks that I've met through the years of being on TV weather, you know, we've had folks call in who were just terrified whenever we would mention the word tornado in a forecast. And folks, even to the point where they'd be debilitated by severe weather anxiety and never want to leave the house whenever they knew severe weather was in the forecast. Or even some folks 
uh, whenever they saw clouds starting to build, just regular clouds, they would call us and say, is anything going on later today or things like that. And, you know, some, some of these folks had past traumatic um, incidences where they were in a tornado or they lost loved ones in a tornado. And uh, they've, they've seen a lot uh, over the years. So we have, we have those folks and, and just people, you know, who have seen the, the images on TV that, that we see every year that can be really shocking and horrifying for some just to see, you know, houses flattened and the people's livelihood gone. So, you know, it's a lot of, a lot of hurt sometimes that happens with severe weather. First of all, if I know myself, just speaking uh, from my own experience, whenever I was a kid, I, I believe I suffered myself somewhat with severe weather anxiety. I remember during the, the May 3rd, 1999 tornado, seeing the images of that F5 down and more on TV really scared me. And, you know, for me personally, that frightening scene turned into, I guess, kind of uh, intrigue for meteorology. And that's kind of what, what made me get into the field. But I will say that it was really scary as a kid. And, you know, severe weather from then on out was was a little less frightening because I knew more about it. But um, certainly as a kid, seeing those images were pretty frightening. So could you tell us if, if you maybe had something similar in your past where maybe as a child you were kind of maybe suffered with some type of you know, severe weather anxiety to a certain degree, and maybe that's what spurred your interest in weather. Maybe kind of uh, tell us if you had anything li like that as well. You know, it's interesting you say that, John, because you hear that a lot. The meteorologists have, have developed their careers over time that basically were seated in, in fear. They grew up afraid of storms. They had a close call. They saw something, and it kind of worked from there. I've, I've never been a big fan of, of lightning. Lightning has always scared me and that, you know, it's because it's seemingly so random around the storms. But really what, I, if I trace my, my childhood back, I know back in as early as kindergarten, my hometown really became very anxious in the spring on, on cloudy, windy, warmer days. And, and I'm, I'm from Murfreesboro, Illinois. So, you know, if you go way back in time, the, the tri-state tornado in 1925, did a lot of bad things there. I had a, I had a, obviously a grandmother I didn't know. She, she died with one of her children. A grandmother I did know, she survived, but I had a child die in her arms. And then four years before I was born, there was an F4 tornado that kind of skirted the south part of town. And so it just, it was very, it was very apparent to me, you know, as a five or six year old that, wow, this entire town is, is, is really, is really anxious on these spring days. And it just seemed like, if you, if you could know more about it and the person who could track the storms and can provide the information, they could maybe do some good to folks and they could, they could help them understand that every day is not, you know, the big day and, you know, you need to be cautious on any, on any storm day. But, you know, if we could get better information out there, it maybe would make some folks' lives just a little bit easier. Yeah. What advice would you give someone who is, is dealing with severe weather anxiety and, you know, it, it's, it's going to be one of those days where, you know, we're, we're on TV telling everybody, you know, it's, it could get bad this afternoon. It's, you know, going to be one of those days typically in, in May that we see. What advice would you give to someone who's, who's really feeling the anxiety and, you know, is, is scared for what the afternoon evening might bring? What, what advice would you give them to kind of ease their nerves and maybe cope somehow with, with their anxiety? It, it seems like, of course, not being you know a professional in, in any of this at all, as far as the anxiety part of it, but it just seems like having credible sources of information, find 
find the sources of information that you trust and don't delve into everything you see on social media that, that shows you pictures. Tornadoes could be this big today. This is just like the day where more was tore up because that just builds the price. So I think there, there's some balance between staying informed, knowing what the possibilities are, and, and, and only really being, only really tracking the information from, from the folks you trust, as opposed to just reading everything you can and having that anxiety build to the course of the day by the time it's six o'clock and you're, you're sitting in your safe room. And I know people that do that. And by, by the time it's evening, they're in their safe room and that's just it. And even I have family members that I've told them like, oh, you're, you're okay. The, the storm's gonna you know, pass north of town a little bit, but there's gonna be a tornado warning come out on it. And boom, they're in their safe room before I can, you know, before I can tell them anything more. And that's fine. They have a place to go. And so that's great. But it, it, it certainly is an issue, whether you experienced it yourself or you just you see the you see the images or, or it's, I think sometimes, too, there is a factor here where, you know, people that have bad encounters with lightning or flooding, they were out somewhere. Generally, they were out moving around and we tell ourselves, hey, I'm smarter than that. Hey, I won't get caught in something like that. Well, sometimes we do, even if we are being smart. But I think the, the thing that's so scary about tornadoes is that you can be affected just by your minding your own business in your house. And I think that adds an extra level of concern, and you, know, and you just can't completely hide from that thought. And I think that's, that's, that's something folks are gonna deal with a lot here over the next six weeks or so. Yeah. Can you offer some direct websites that you would recommend people visit? To stay up to date, of course, on on weather, but also, you know, maybe there are some specific web pages that offer some help with weather anxiety. I'm actually looking at one on the, the National Weather Service site, weather.gov. But what are what are some that you recommend? Well, you know, I I think there, I've I've seen the, the some of the material on weather.gov. Of course, that's that's from the National Weather Service across the board. A lot of the TV stations, even some of the radio stations have pretty good web pages for keeping track of things, helping you understand what's going on. Sometimes too, you know, if if you if you see on a like a, a National Weather Service webpage and they say they're doing they're holding spotter training, that might be a good a good venue for someone to come and understand that, you know, not every scary cloud is 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 really that ominous. And there are certain clouds that are a little more ominous. And so again, it's just, it's just more empowerment to understand the sky and to be able to say, yeah, that looks scary, but it's not it's not that big of a deal. But oh but this situation yeah, this is a bigger deal. Yeah. So I'm on this weather.gov site and that link will be in the show notes. It has some some lovely tips here. Let's see here. One of them is, you know, make a tornado safety plan with your family. So how can someone make a tornado safety plan that will help their mental health and, and you know, once those severe storms do come along? You know, I, I think it may be as, as simple of, you know, how where all the members of the family need to go when the storm starts to get bad. And then you add into the plan about the things you want in your safe room or in your safe area, whether that's a basement or a closet or whatever that is, you put those things in there. And I think there's also, you know, especially for folks that, that have a lot of anxiety with that. Of course, at that point, if you're hiding from a tornado, everybody's got anxiety. There are, you know, the more comfortable things. I've seen, I've seen organizations make uh, storm shelter dolls and pets and stuffed animal sort of things that that the, the kids will know that will they'll be in there when, when the event happens and, and maybe the same thing with adults some some things that provide you familiarity and some comfort I think all that goes in there as well as you know make sure you got your keys and know how to have shoes on you know have your shoes there in case your, your house is damaged so all that all that comes together I'd like to add too that you know whenever I've talked to to people who who were dealing with anxiety especially with tornadoes you know, in my mind, 
I'd say almost all tornadoes are survivable. If you have a tornado safe place, if you have a plan, if, if you know what's going on. And I'm a big odds guy too. You know, if the, the odds are that a tornado will not hit your house, you know, a lot of folks think, you know, they just see a big tornado and they see tornado watches that day and even a tornado warning, they think, you know, it's, it's gonna hit my house, you know. But the odds are it's it's most likely not. And the odds are too that if a tornado does hit your house, it's likely going to be a weaker end tornado because the majority of tornadoes are are fairly weak. But that's not to say, you know, a tornado is not destructive because really all tornadoes cause damage. But you know, not all tornadoes are that big, huge, scary wedge shape looking tornado that is on the ground for an hour that you know levels homes. You know, most of the tornadoes that we see are are the quick, fast moving spin up tornadoes that do cause some damage, but really don't cause too much in the way of fatalities. So you got to think about the odds as well. You know, the odds of dying from a tornado are, are fairly low, are really low, really, especially even, even in here in Oklahoma. So I think just to keep those odds in your back of your mind, maybe that would provide some, some assurance for folks, maybe ease some tension as well. And I will say to add what you said earlier, Steve, about the Skywarn spotter training. I don't, I don't mean to make you feel old or anything, but I, I actually attended one of those when I was a kid with you and, and Ed were the speakers. So, and that was, you know, when I was a, an early teenager. So that's when I was just really interested about weather. But I will say, you know, if, if you have the anxiety as a kid or maybe as a teenager, you know, ask your parents, maybe go to, to the Skywarn spotter training that they offer here in Tulsa, because it really does give you that base knowledge of, you know, what storms do and what to look for and how to be prepared and, and things like that. So. And in the, in the pandemic situation, a lot, a lot of it's on is, is virtual now. And so, yeah. you know, you don't have to travel necessarily across town to go there. There you can, you can look at the web pages. Although usually about now we begin to ramp those down some just because the weather's starting to happen. <laughs> and we get so many times we'll schedule something that has to be canceled because there's actually storms that night. And so, but, but with this more virtual environment where you can record things and, and you can do things a little more easily, you know, we're, we're going to see changes, I think, on how, how we all operate coming out of the pandemic. We've all gotten a little more comfortable with this virtual look. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, I'm actually going to direct people to the Mental Health Association Oklahoma's website. We have a, a page there. It's mhaok.org forward slash weather. And that's where we have some some tips and resources for you. I'm going to run through some of these. First thing on there is learn how to calm yourself. Because as we've talked about today, there are several ways to help calm yourself as a result of storm-related anxiety. And some of these are uh, things that we hear about a lot, but they really do help. You know, number one is strive to maintain your usual routine, you know, including eating and sleeping patterns, despite that weather anxiety. You know, getting some exercise, work, you know, busy yourself around the, the house with some chores, you know, limit your intake of alcohol and caffeine, take timeouts periodically for relaxation, meditation, stress relief, whatever that may be for you. you know, the deep breathing and visualization exercises can really, I know that they help me. And as we've touched on here, for for young children who struggle with weather anxiety, you know, limit their exposure to weather and news reports, especially those that focus on images of tornadoes and storm damage. Young children especially don't differentiate between something that happened close to home versus far away. They also have a hard time differentiating current events versus things that happened in the past. So, you know, 
instead focus on their favorite activities, you know, like reading a story together or working, you know, on an art project or playing a game, whatever that may be. And so, yeah, check out that webpage. And then I also want to direct people to, you can call the, if, if, if you do need help, if that weather anxiety becomes a problem for yourself or your child, Mental Health Association Oklahoma, we're here for you. The number to call our free mental health assistance center is 918-585-1213 or 405-943-3700. That number's in the show notes as well. We can help you navigate the mental health system and get connected to the treatment that you need. And another, you know, a lot of times, uh, especially as you may have known or noticed just now, when, when you hear the, those numbers, they fly by and they're hard to remember. So I always tell people to call uh, 211. That is available statewide. And just dial 211 in that and tell them what you're, what you're dealing with. That you're, you know, you're looking for some counseling and mental health resources available for weather anxiety. And they can direct you to those. And then one last thing before um, we, I get back to closing out the podcast with our guests. But the Disaster Distress Helpline is one 800 985 5990, and that's a 24 7, 365 day a year national hotline dedicated to providing immediate crisis counseling for people who are experiencing emotional distress related to any natural or human caused disaster. So, and again, that number will be in the show notes. Well, you know, one thing that I think about too is that we all have anxiety over something. So, I think it's probably good to let folks know too that. It's a normal reaction to scary things, and that you're, you know this is nothing, nothing to be ashamed of. It's it's something that that we all have things that that can upset us. Some of us it just tends to be weather. You know how how we got there may be different for every one of us, but it's it's normal to be anxious about things. And certainly the loud thunder and and wind making noise outside is just it's just you know it can trigger something, and and it certainly does for a lot of folks. I know I know people that suffer from it, and you know it's great that you're providing this information because it's. It's something that's very much needed this time of year. Most definitely. How about you, John? Well, I, I had one, you know, question that I that I was wondering personally, Steve. So as you know, with our jobs, you know, on, on TV and then, you know, at the weather service, we're we're working some long hours sometimes during severe weather and and you know, we, we've got a, a tough job and a pretty stressful job too, you especially, of of getting out the warnings in time and making sure people are safe. And also even after the fact, at the weather service, you guys do surveys, damage surveys, and so you're you're there on the scene, seeing firsthand, you know, the the damage right after a tornado. For for you, uh, just personally, has the stress been elevated sometimes, you know, during those high stress, severe weather events, or maybe dealt with with something in terms of the aftermath that that you know you've probably seen some some stuff that 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 uh, you know was pretty frightening to see, especially right after a tornado. Uh, does the weather service, I guess, um, offer any kind of help for, for you guys or what, what's kind of a way for, for you to kind of cope with that stress during a big severe weather event? We have a, an employee assistance program that covers kind of a wide range of, of things. So that's within NOAA, which is, which is the parent agency of the, the National Weather Service. We have actually someone who's specifically on point right now, weather service headquarters, because they realize that with the COVID environment, we're all stressed even that much more. And so we've taken something that's stressful and we've added another layer of stress. So there are mechanisms. And the Red Cross has even reached out and said, hey, Steve, if any of your staff 
finds that they're struggling because you know they do they're the same 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 situation they're out they see the damaged homes they see the folks that have that have suffered and so they have they've offered that to us as well so it it's important and, and every once in a while it, it's 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 something that you just have to have to take part in usually for me it during the event i find that i'm okay but there's something you know, afterwards you just kind of crash and if another event comes on the heels of the first one it's harder to get you know everything mustered up inside you to go okay let's let's go we got to do this again so it's when we have like we do sometimes you know where we might have significant tornadoes several days over a couple week period that's really when the stress i notice on myself starts to build up well you you certainly have an extremely important job and and we are all blessed here in oklahoma to have you guys working for us and we we know you'll keep us safe like you always have over the years uh, this spring and through tornado season as well you know, John, I'd add too that that really the the, the media partners in, in Northeast Oklahoma and Northwest Arkansas too, since the Tulsa office covers a, a part of Arkansas, are really outstanding to work with. I mean, it's it's uh, everybody pulls on the rope together. Obviously, the media, you know, you have to try to get a little rating here, a little rating there, and you have different graphics and you do different things and have different approaches. But when the situation really gets rough, everybody kind of pulls on the rope together and. You know that's that's just impressive to watch, and and it makes our job at the weather service that much easier too, knowing that that we're all we're all a team, and, and so we just look at it that way. It's it's all a team, and we just we just all try to wear the same jersey at that point. Yeah, that's a great point. We even even amongst the stations here at Tulsa, I think we all kind of come together. As you mentioned, you know, we all have ratings and stuff like that. But when when you know you have a life threatening event, we all work together as one to to keep everybody safe because that's really our ultimate job. So yeah, that's that's a great point. And I think here in in northeastern Oklahoma, northwestern Arkansas, I think we we do a pretty good job of everybody working together and you know and keeping everybody safe. Well, that's a wonderful way to end our podcast today, guys. The tradition here is that we we close out the the pod asking our guest for their last bit of wisdom, whatever that might be. So, John, what's your closing bit of wisdom for our audience? Oklahomans especially are resilient. We've been through so much, uh, not only with severe weather, but with the coronavirus the past year. You know, we, we can get through anything, so uh, we can certainly make it through this severe weather season, but uh, always have that plan, always have that place to go. And, and on those big severe weather days, make sure you, you have a way to get warnings and, and keeping an, keep an eye to the sky, as, as we say. But just know the TV folks, Steve over at the Weather Service, we've all got you covered. And Steve, can you give us your final bit of wisdom and then we'll be done? Find that, that source of information that, that fills your need. And, and, and provide you the information the way you want it and the way you need it, because we're all just a little bit different. And, you know, but just don't obsess on it. Don't sit on social media and just look at everything, because you're going to find folks there that like to chase tornadoes. And so a tornado day is the most exciting day for them. And so they're going to they're gonna probably lean you towards the most exciting for them, scary for you outcome that's possible and know how to filter that out.